Hello everyone, it is so good to be back with y'all. Today is Thursday, April 7th, 2022. And today on Handy Schlapped, we are going to talk about friendships and disability. All coming right up on Handy Schlapped. Stay tuned. All right, everyone, it is so good to be back with each and every one of you. I am Reverend Jordan Schrader, host of Handy Schlepped, and I apologize for my long absence yet again. I've just been so busy with life as of recently. A lot of changes have been going on. As you all know, I moved back in January, uh, getting some things done with the house, bringing people over to the house, just kind of like going through those necessary growth spurts in my life that are happening so quickly and so frequently. And uh, I finally nailed a job uh, after months of job hunting and searching and interviews and applications and rejections, I finally was able to become a teacher, yes. I have started subbing all over my local district and a uh, close district nearby and filling up my days with that. And it's been really wonderful. It's just, you know, it's part of life, I guess. It's just the constant changing and the uh, change in lifestyle, change in opportunity, things that you don't even think about years ago, how... Uh, you can have three or five different career changes. Friends come in and out of your lives. Some are more acquaintance. And uh, just things like that and how all that goes on all the time. And so with that said, I've been thinking I've been thinking of a lot about like, and just talking with some people about how does friendship, play into disability. Now, we've talked about relationships many times here on Handy Schlepp, but I want to talk a little bit about how friendship and disability complement each other. Not only complement each other, but how they affect one another as well. And uh, just an interesting story to start us off. I was talking with a very good friend of mine somewhat recently and this person was telling me how because they are friends with someone like me with such a severe physical handicap that people get curious about that it's really strange uh people ask them how does your friendship with jordan Operate. How does that work for someone under his condition? How do you guys give each other in friendship what you need? And this person was very dumbfounded by these questions. Questions of um, what do you guys do as friendships? What does Jordan have to offer in your relationship? And started opening a lot of different thoughts on what do people really think of 
disability and normalcy. How does that play into how they understand what is subjectively and custom to normal everyday life, or you could just say life in the United States? It seems that there is a lot of leftover disability ignorance going on. Now, granted, this person gets questions such as these very frequently. Again, questions of how does your friendship with Jordan operate? What do you do for him? Are there favors for between you two? Or I've gotten uh, stuff like this as well of that the person with the disability is being selfish in the friendship because the disabled person is unable to give more, what we call giving more as customary in a friendship. Now that is such a large amount of baloney right there. First of all, just for this person to be asked such personal intrusive questions, that's a little much right there. I understand that we as humans are very strange, strange creatures as contemporary philosopher Dr. Jordan Peterson once stated how um, humans are just very strange and complex compared to the rest of the animal kingdom and all of creation as well. We are very curious as a species. Any kind of abnormalcy or anything that's outside of a status, a status quo or outside of what we think is appropriate socialization and social structure, we are tend we tend to be curious about it, we question it. Not just objectively, but because of our previous uh, minds of framework that we create multiple prejudices and shortcomings to how certain friendships or relationships or social customs ought to be played out. In this case, a normal, able-bodied individual in their late 20s being friends with a severely physically disabled individual. Though sometimes people don't think that can go together. That that type of friendship has to be insufficient to some capacity. As if the disabled individual offers nothing in the friendship. And yes, this person, again, has been asked multiple times the purpose of being friends with someone like me or anyone with a severe disability. You know, people may be curious, but because of our uh, closed-minded narratives in the way people are nurtured, it's very common to see those prejudices. 
and those understandings that are so insufficient. People to ask, how does that work? It's a standard question. But what is the intent behind such a question? We all are curious on how things operate. How are things conceptualized and played out in practice? In theory, of course, people believe in um, all kinds of relationships that are inclusive and equal and diverse. But once we actually have those friendships played out before our eyes, we seem to be a little more confused than what we thought. I mean, the world and um, the country all over the political ideologies and social structures claim that diversity, equality, and all those other um, adjectives we like to throw around just to put some labels on things make us believe that we are more progressive than we may actually be. In this case, love and disability or even just friendship and disability. How does that work? While it is an appropriate question in concept, it does not challenge or it does not really fathom what they are actually asking, if that makes sense. When we say questions like these to people, how does that work? How does your relationship operate? What they mean is how does that work out for you? Or what do you get out of it? We live in a culture that is very much so, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Very much a one-to-one -one ratio relationship, or if you use percentages, where uh, the couples are 50-50, or 100-100 all the time. But that's not the case at all. What it really is, and that people forget to realize, especially in romantic relationships, disabled or not disabled, it doesn't really matter, is that they forget the idea that there is fluidity in the giving effort of relationships. Platonic, romantic, familial, it doesn't matter. There is a fluidity in the sense that some days are going to be 70-30. Other times it'll be 60-40 or 90-10 or 10-90 or even 100 and 0. Because some days one partner is party is going to be less efficient than the other. Sometimes they're going to go through sicknesses, they're going to go through diseases, they're going to go through, all. in this case, they're going to go through disability. And what do you do if there are predetermined, or I should say pre-existing conditions that we are already aware will affect the, inevitably affect the 
giving aspect of a relationship. There's going to be a counterbalance there in that relationship. There's going to be what people may think as more taking than giving. For example, in my friendship with said person who was receiving all of these curious yet intrusive inquiries that, where was I going with this? Oh yes, how they may have the right idea of what they're asking, but at the end of the day, it still gets so intrusive and problematic and revealing and revealing in how much ignorance is still there. It's as if disabled people not having romantic relationships, that's one thing. But the conception or the ignorant understanding that disabled people can't have normal everyday friendships, that is a completely different story in a sense. What does that really say about how we, let's say, network with one another, connect with each other? What do we value in ourselves? And what do we value in other people? Do we genuinely have friendships with other people? Are all of our friendships genuine or is it just 1% of them? Nowadays, people can barely count two fingers on their hand, as in translating it to how many true, genuine, unconditionally loving friendships they can count. Decades ago, it would have been probably all five or even more. Nowadays, two, maybe one, if you're lucky or so. But what does that really say? And I think about this in, am I being selfish in my friendships? You know, it makes you question yourself. It makes you think that what you're doing is wrong in some way in this friendship that you're having. As if you can't make friends on a normal level. As if you can't make acquaintances. As if you are socially inept from the rest of the culture. As if being in a wheelchair or suffering from muscular dystrophy or Down syndrome or on the autism spectrum disorder or emotional disabilities or anything like that, language barriers, even you could say could count as a disability because you are disabling your bridge to communicate. You could argue that is odd to have friendships in. Someone in Africa being friends with someone in Saudi Arabia because of the differences and far cry in cultures and lifestyles just the stupidity of people to say, how does that work? You could ask that for any kind of friendship or relationship that may be multi-ability, multicultural, whatever it may be. 
it just blows my mind that people I know are getting these questions about what do you get out of your friendship with this disabled person who is selfish because they need help eating food. Let's say I go out to dinner with one of my friends or a group of friends and I need help eating my food, whatever, getting my drink up to my mouth. They don't care at all. They are more than grateful of doing it. Do they get aggravated about it? I don't know. I'm sure sometimes people do get a little irritated or uh, mildly inconvenienced when um, they need to help an individual who is completely helpless with themselves. But at the end of the day, it makes you realize who is under unconditional love and who is giving unconditional love, who understands how to recognize unconditional love. And it's very sad to see like how even when a friendship is different, there's already, there's already disabled people getting questioned and harassed for having a uh, non-disabled person as a romantic and sexual partner. Questioning how does that work? Just to have the guts to ask, how does your everyday friendship work? If you ask people that now, a lot of them would say, well, I get a good friend out of it. That's what matters the most. It's not about the material givings you can provide. It's not about scratching each other's back, using other people, falling under the trap mindset of friendships are useless if they can't provide some kind of accolade for you or some kind of reward for you, something that you can use them for. Maybe you have friends that are in carpentry, electrician, or home improvement, whatever it may be, or uh, auto mechanics. People that have different skills that you can utilize, that is the selfishness. Just to use someone purely out of their skill set and not even question asking them genuine questions about who they are, not what they are, or what do they do. That's a narrative as well that needs to change. Slowly changing, but needs to change more. Rather than asking someone what they do, ask them who they are. How can you as well connect with them in a genuine sense? Not in a sense of application, but in a sense of relationship. As if disabled people get enough bad rep from romantic relationships, the fact that it exists of disabled people getting a bad call for just having regular friendships, what do they get out of the friendship? What secret favors are they getting for each other? 
as if any kind of disabled person having a normal friendship or relationship, it's as if every single one can't be real and that it's all in some way transactional. The fact that people off the bat are first impressed that a disabled person having a normal friendship is transactional says a lot about the pure ignorance of disability in this country and further even though there's a lot more disability awareness throughout the world I thank you so much for listening to this episode of Handy Schlapped today thinking about all the relationships you have thinking about all the friendships you go through and just to always remember to be kind and genuine thank you so much and have a blessed day